left in the year 2023 and uh perhaps if you're engaged to be married think about changing the date to sunday look at the aesthetically pleasing date of new year's eve it's 12 31 23 or 1 2 3 1 2 3 would be easy to remember oh and there's going to be a lot of olivia and noah's entering kindergarten in five years because i just read those were the top two baby names of the year olivia and noah Emma, Liam, Amelia, and Oliver were also on the list. They seem like the same names that have been on the list a lot the last couple of years. Something you uh, might want to debate today in your household is just how long the turkey and trimmings are safe enough in the fridge. Most experts say you can keep it three to four days. So if you cooked your Christmas uh, turkey on Christmas Day, obviously, today might be the last day. Unless you've thrown it into the freezer. I have not. Got a ton of turkey and ham left. I'm getting a little tired of it. And I uh, probably will have to throw some in the freezer, I think. For sure. It's going to be a busy, busy one over at the Cooperator Center. The Sask First Under 15 Top 160 Tournament starts today. That'll run, uh, I believe, till Saturday. And, uh... Then the Regatta Pats are back in action at the brand here eventually this weekend, too. Our Pats were in Brandon last night. They at least they, they grabbed a point for a four-straight game, even though they lost an overtime 5-4 four, four to the Wheaties. Uh, Pats will be in Moose Jaw tomorrow night, then home Saturday night against Brandon. So, yeah, it's going to be busy over at the uh, Real District with that big uh, under-15 tournament, the Pats on Saturday night. In Saskatoon, more than 7,200 fans showed up for their teddy bear toss last night. She scores! Easton Armstrong! I Oh, let's go, teddy bears! <laughs> They're flying onto the ice, including my contribution. Yeah, Blades went on to beat the Raiders 6-3. to three. That's a lot of teddy bears. Pretty dominant performance by Team Canada, too, at the World Juniors. Long lead pass, fine, Celebrini in alone, Celebrini, backhand shot, score! Magnum Celebrini cannot be stopped. You are going to hear his name a lot. Like last year, it was all Connor Bernard. This year, it's going to be Macklin Celebrini. Goal and four assists. And Matisse Russo, again, earned a 20-save shout-out. He, uh, he's looking great in goal. Canada winning, beating Latvia easily. 10 nothing. Celebrini proving why he's, he's going to be gone in the first round. The captain, Fraser Minton, from the Blade scored. Even Moose Jaw's Brayden Yeager potted one, so uh, both of them with a goal and an assist. And that way moves Canada into first place in Group A with six points. And they will look to improve to uh, 3-0 tomorrow as they take on the host nation, Sweden. Canadian coach uh, Alan Latang was asked, What's the plan on the day off today? Uh, we definitely, I think we have a team pitcher, and uh, I made a bet with the guys that if they kept uh, the Latvians under three scoring chances, I'd, I'd treat them to McFlurry. So I'll have to go check the video and see if I owe them anything. Canada completes the round robin on New Year's Eve against Germany, and uh, today Sweden will take on Germany. But yeah, it is my observation 
that it's worth tanking in the NHL for Macklin Celebrini, like last year, right, at the World Juniors. Bedard was all the chat. I'll say it again. It's all Celebrini this tournament, that's for sure. Uh, meanwhile, last year's Team Canada hero, Connor Bedard, scored the overtime winner in uh, Chicago against the Jets. Bedard now, Main Street, he scores! Yeah, now the third youngest player in NHL history to score an overtime goal. Only Sidney Crosby and Jordan Stahl were younger. Hawks beating Winnipeg 2-1. That was Connor's 15th goal of the season. He got number 14 earlier in the game. He opened up the scoring against the Jets. And after the game, as Blackhawk fans stood cheering, Connor was appreciative from the bench, right? Because they come out, uh, well, the fans are still there for a quick interview. Yeah, I mean, every night it comes support us and it uh, feels like home now. So uh, I'm super grateful to be here and to be a Blackhawk. Yeah, fans go crazy. His humility is pretty infectious, though, isn't it? Elsewhere, the Senators down 2 nothing came from behind to beat the Leafs 4-2. And Chris Letang, the first defenseman in the NHL to ever record five points in a period with five assists in the second for the Penguins, who scored six times in that period and beat the New York Islanders 7 nothing on a Wednesday night as well. Plus three again today, and uh, maybe a chance to lace up the skates. Some of the uh, outdoor rinks are ready for use now. A little bumpy, but there are at least now, what, 10 of 26 outdoor border rinks all set up. Ray Morgan from the city told us it's been tough getting them ready. When we have morning temperatures of minus five, it does allow us to get a flood on. But once those temperatures rise in the afternoon to above zero, uh, we're limited to what we can flood and what we can flood. So you got to make the best of it. They might be a little ruddy here and there. But the city is doing their best to offer a lot of fun with uh, the kids out of school. It is always the question, how do we keep them from saying, I'm bored? Well, the outdoors is very inviting because of the forecaster right now, and there's lots of free activities. The city website has a ton right now. They call it the Winter Activity Triad Sessions. Like, for instance, did you know there are fire pits available for you to use from noon till 11 daily? You need to take your own firewood. There's one at Les Sherman Park, another at Mount Pleasant, Regent Park, one at Ruth M. Buck, even in Glen Cairn at the park there. You could play classic Canadian crocodile, only combine it with our favorite pastime, it seems, here in Saskatchewan curling. They call it uh, crocodile curl. Crocodile curl rinks are available in McVitie Park, Ruth M. Buck Park, and even uh, downtown of the rink in the plaza there. And, oh man, I can remember as a kid growing up, dad taking his cross-country skiing. And we often use the ski trails at uh, Tor Hill. The cross-country ski trail at Tor Hill is now open there at the golf course. 9K trail, groomed. And uh, there are fat bike trails as well. The city website has uh, all the fat bike trails available there, listing. And, oh, how about a winter picnic? Here's another one. Grab your uh, cocoa and your hot dogs and... 
take the kids out for a barbecue. Yes, barbecue pits are available this week at A.E. Wilson Park, Rick Hansen Playground, Rotary Park, Optimus Park, and at Grassic Park as well. Hey, notice too this morning, uh, Mission Ridge Ski Hill on their website. Their outside operations have done it again. They've been taking advantage of overnight temperatures, and they've been blasting their snow cannons long enough to be able to open up yet another run. First, it was Buffalo Jump. They got to open a couple of days ago, and then late yesterday afternoon, apparently, uh, Grindstone Conveyor Lift and Gritter's Way is in shape enough that they're going to open it today. So four lifts, four runs so far. They're not entirely open, but the two-bill is also open at Mission Ridge as well. So there, there's a few ideas of what you might be able to do around Regina and just outside of town. And don't forget, too, if you uh, want to go and use the Echo Lake Provincial Park skating loop, that, too, opened. Some of my family was out at uh, Pasqua Lake just a day ago, and uh, there's still open water. On Pasqua Lake. If you go out far enough, and you wouldn't want to because clearly open water would be dangerous. But uh, closer to the shoreline, the kids were ice skating on Pasqua Lake. But as you're standing out there, I'm told you you can hear kind of the, what is that noise? As uh, beneath, it's not super thick yet in all areas of the lake. So, you know, you just got to be safe. Heed the signs that are posted even within the city, too. They'll tell you whether or not it's safe uh, around Regina as well, too. CJME News Time now is 5.57. Coming up next hour, I don't know if you caught any of the Kennedy Center honors last night, but they honor Billy Crystal and uh, Barry Gibb at the Bee Gees. That was kind of cool. I'll take you behind the scenes there, and we'll hear from Barry Gibb on the regrets he has. After his brothers passed, the brothers Gibbs, he had many regrets. He did, he was not on the best of terms when his brothers died, uh, but he's, he spoke of it recently. It's rather interesting if you're a fan of the Bee Gees. I'll have that and more coming up next hour. Comedian Tom Smothers, one half of the Smothers Brothers, died uh, yesterday at the age of 86. The Emmy-winning comedian, musician, and expert yo-yo man lost a battle with cancer. He does some loop-de-loops. Do around the world again, Tom. And for those of you who missed the yo-yo man last week, the round the world symbolizes the philosophy of the yo. See, when we're born in the center, we go out and live a rich and full life. Boom, we're back to that center of yo, one with a cosmos. Okay, Tommy, do a little bit of Sleeping Beauty. A, a whole letter came in after last week's show asking Tommy to explain the Sleeping Beauty. See, that that trick there, Sleeping Beauty tightens the tension on the screen. Yeah, it was crazy. The Smothers Brothers, uh, I remember my mom and dad always wanted to watch it. And they would do that segment there, Yo-Yo Man. And I would look and I think, Mom, I want a yo-yo and try to practice put my yo-yo to sleep like he did. But anyhow, his brother Dick, together as the Smothers Brothers, they were huge stars in the 60s, 70s, and a wee bit of the early 80s, too. Often appearing on The Tonight Show with Johnny Carson. This morning at 7 a.m., my wife had a baby boy. 
Thank you. That's, uh, that's not true. What? What do you mean it's not true? Wait a minute, Tommy, you're just going for some, some love from the audience? What is this? Are you no, it's wait not, a minute, you do that, that just to get applause? He's not telling the truth, that's right. You start off, you do a great job with Johnny, and then you, then you say something that's not okay, true to this audience. Why do you do that? If, if you hadn't said anything, they, they would have bought it. Yeah, the brothers often tested the limits of television at the time with their style of comedy. And uh, in a statement, Tommy's brother Dick said of the relationship, it was like a good marriage. The longer we were together, the more we respected one another. I think they actually played Casino Reach on a show lounge within the last 10 or 15 years. Am I, I might be wrong, but maybe you were there. Let me know. one 877 Tommy Smothers was 86. Another little uh, fact many are not aware of is that Tommy was actually there in the Montreal hotel room with John and Yoko recording Give Peace a Chance. There's even video of it as well, too. Not a lot on television during this holiday break, right? Other than uh, hockey and football, thank goodness. But as far as new programming, not much. Of course, most stream now anyhow. But I did happen to uh, tune into the Kennedy Center, Center Honors last night. This is the annual event where they celebrate artists recognized for their contributions in American culture through performing arts, whether it be music, dance, theater, opera, whatever, movies, television. Last night, they honored Billy Crystal, Dionne Warwick, even Barry Gibb of the Bee Gees, Michael Bublé performing. How can you stop the sun from shining? What makes the world go wrong? This is one of the best PG songs ever, I think. How can you this broken man? And I admit, uh, thanks to my mom, I became a fan of the Bee Gees growing up. Barry Gibb has written 16 number one songs, but fame actually kind of pulled the Bee Gees apart, he and his brothers. And Barry certainly has regrets now. He wasn't one to be on the best terms with his brothers when they died. Maurice died in 03, Robin in 2012. But in a recent interview, he seems to have made peace with it now. Yes, I understand now. I understand a lot more. I understand what made them unhappy. They were right because it was a group and we should have all been supporting each other much more than we did. I got too much attention. Robin didn't get enough. And Mo certainly didn't get enough. I never understood their feelings until a couple of years ago. Barry Gibb, yeah, the surviving member of the Bee Gees, honored last night in the Kennedy Center Honors. It was kind of a good show, actually. Uh, I was in and out of it. Billy Crystal, man, he was honored, too. And Meg Ryan, who I haven't seen in ages from when Harry met Sally, she's kind of been keeping it on the down low as of late, but uh, she even made an appearance. She's had a lot of plastic surgery. But uh, she did appear to... uh, Look like Meg Ryan last night. Well, certainly in 2023, Rod Stewart gave me one of the uh, weirdest moments ever at a concert. That was a few months back when we uh, made the trip to Saskatoon to see what might have been his last show ever, probably was, although the show never was. 
as uh, he, he's not entirely retiring, but uh, definitely uh, very unlikely at his age we're going to see him come through Saskatchewan again. But yeah, cheap trick was the opening now. We could get there and watch them, and they leave the stage, and the announcement is made. Uh, Rod blew his vocal cords. Go home. Never had that happen before at a concert, but Rod Stewart delivered in 2023. That rather bizarre and unusual moment. Everyone just looked around shocked, and yeah, we all left. What was your favorite concert of the year? one 877 Of all the shows you saw, it could be at the casino, it could be at Craven in Saskatoon. There were a few at the Brand Center, but there were the odd one. Well, what was your favorite concert of the year? I have a few. Definitely from a nostalgic purpose. Kiss in November, seeing their farewell show. That was an awesome concert. Not my favorite, but it's it's in my top three. I loved going to Morgan Wallen. I, I, I love country music, and I'm not a mega Morgan Wallen fan, but I had such appreciation for the fact that he came out and every person in that stadium sold out for months in advance, stood, and never sat again. He kept everyone on their feet singing at the top of their lungs. That was pretty extraordinary. Uh, but yeah, Keith Urban, uh, who I've seen a half a dozen, maybe more times in the U.S. and Canada. He's still one of my all-time favorites just from a musicianship. Uh, the way he plays guitar and the way he holds an audience and his catchy songs. So his appearance at Craven, again, that might have been sixth, seventh time I saw him. And he still kind of stood out for me this year. But what about you? one 877 7275 Okay, I got to tell you really quick before I break here, the story in North Carolina happened over the holidays. The Rankin family got an early and unexpected surprise before the sun, come up, sun came up on Christmas morning. See, their toddler, only three years old, opened everyone's presents under the tree while everyone else was asleep. And after opening them all, he woke up his parents at three in the morning. Both of us went to sleep thinking everything was fine, everything was great. And then we were awoken with a request for scissors. Where are the scissors? Our three-year-old had gone downstairs and he had opened every single present. I could not believe it. Literally every little tiny thing except for the stockings were unwrapped. The initial response was shock. Yeah, that's right. Their toddler got up three in the morning, opened them all up. But he had an explanation for mom and dad. He like told us, he was like, well, I just was trying to make it less confusing. I wanted to open them so that everyone kind of understood like what presents were for who. <laughs> so mom and dad frantically begin wrapping everything up again at three in the morning because the other kids in the house haven't woken up yet. Our six-year-old had no idea. He could not care less that things were imperfect he was just so happy that the magic had happened it was just like the wildest story we'll probably ever experience at christmas that we will tell for years and years to come i joked that we would like write it into his wedding speech for sure yeah now that is a memorable christmas story that that family is going to be telling uh for years to come i i can't imagine coming up amazon prime video do you use it at all as a streaming service they are going to start charging you a little extra if you don't want advertisements. Man, so many are doing this now. Disney Plus, they recently did that too, where it's a little cheaper if you get their streaming service with ads. Haven't they forgotten we stopped using cable because there were too many ads? And now another streaming service? Amazon Prime is going to charge extra? 
Sheesh. And a dominant performance by Team Canada again at the World Juniors. Long lead pass. Fine. Celebrini in alone. Celebrini back. Headshot scores. Stop. Yeah, he cannot be. He had a goal and four assists, Celebrini, and he's the one player that everyone is talking about of the World Juniors and will continue. Just like last year, it was all Connor Bedard. You're going to hear his name, Macklin Celebrini, a ton in uh, the coming days here. He is no doubt going to be uh, going in the first round of the NHL draft. Sweden takes on Germany today. No action for Canada as uh, they have a day off. Coach said this. Uh, we definitely, I think we have a team pitcher, and uh, I made a bet with the guys that if they kept uh, the Latvians under three scoring chances, I'd, I'd treat them to McFlurry. So I'll have to go check the video and see if I owe them anything. So that's their plan today on a day off. And, of course, uh, all of Team Canada's action is heard live here on 980 CJME. It's 627.